You're listening to audio from the Cathedral Church of the Advent in Birmingham, Alabama, a church with a heart for the gospel. Find out more at adventbirmingham.org. He placed a white carnation on her coffin. Everyone else had turned to go. People were yelling for him to come and get in the car, but he couldn't leave her. You see, if he left her, it meant she was really gone. It meant it was real. And he could not leave her side, not the side of his angel, his protector, his Aunt Ruth, the only person who ever really loved him. You see, once he walked away, he knew he'd be going to live with two of the worst people he knew his mother, and her girlfriend. His name was Demarius, and he was only eight years old. Six years later, D, as they called him, was out of control. Living with his mother was akin to being in a reasonable facsimile of hell. His girlfriend hated him, argued with him, And each time they argued, she would put him outside to sleep on the porch of their housing project apartment. No blanket, no pillow, no matter the weather. He'd also been labeled a slow learner by that time. And the problems at home, coupled with that and the teasing at school, caused him to be very angry, which caused him to fight which caused him to get expelled because one of the fights was so violent, the person he fought with had to be hospitalized. So he was arrested, convicted and placed in a juvenile facility, and then got kicked out of there too. He had nowhere to go and no one cared. Welcome to the world of critically at-risk youth where poor performance is celebrated, excellence is persecuted, accomplishments are discouraged, and dreams just don't exist. Unless something or someone intervenes. Something like Maranathan Academy, the nonprofit, privately funded alternative school that exists because of God's grace, fervent prayers, and support of remarkable organizations and churches with faith-filled women like you. Maranathan Academy is many things to many people, a school, a safe haven, a second chance, and in many cases, a last chance. In short, Maranathan Academy is a ministry and we help young people regain hope and teach them how to dream. I love speaking to church groups. It is wonderful to be able to talk about the goodness of our precious and wonderful Lord. It is fantastic to be able to freely talk about scriptures without making people uncomfortable. You know, in the black church, we have a saying, God is still in the miracle working business. And I love the fact that we're all believers here. So I'm going to say God is still in the miracle working business. And I want you to yell back. Amen. God is still in the miracle working business. Woo! All right. Congratulations. You have now had the black church experience. Yeah. 
you know, I wasn't going to be an educator. I was going to be an attorney who specialized in juvenile offenders. So I had a great idea to volunteer at the juvenile detention center in Birmingham, met amazing kids who'd done not so amazing things. A lot of them had been expelled. Some were as young as 12 years old and some were expelled for two years. Started feeling like the Lord was telling me to start a school for these kids. I didn't want that feeling. I wanted to be a lawyer. So I tried to pray it away. And while I was trying to pray it away, I called in private schools, no other public school systems, because this was Birmingham. Found out in Alabama, if you're expelled from one public school system, you're expelled from them all. Still don't want to do what I'm feeling the Lord wants me to do. So decided to raise money and get them in a private school. But before I did, I wanted to see what private school I could put them in. Not one. None of them wanted expelled students. They didn't even like suspended students. So then I had to say, okay, God, I hear you. And I had to tell my parents, guys, I'm not going to law school. I'm going to start a school for these kids who no one wants to work with. Now, my mother was thrilled because she was a teacher and she got assigned the kids the other teachers couldn't handle. So she was like, yes. My father, on the other hand, <laughs> said, no. He was a counselor for the Alabama State Department of Education's Vocational Rehabilitation Division, and his caseload was drug addicts, alcoholics, and public offenders. He did not want me to do it. He said, no, you're valedictorian, summa cum laude. You cannot do this to me, to him. I call him son, and he's been letting me get away with doing that since I was 12 years old, so we're not going to rock the boat now. And I said, son, I'm sorry, I got to do this. So on September 3rd, 1991, I started Maranathan Academy, having graduated from Miles College that previous May. My mother retired that August, and Maranathan began with one student, one table, and four chairs. This past year, we celebrated our 30th anniversary, and it still seems like just yesterday that my sweet mama, a renowned educator in her own right, Jacqueline Bates Dukes, was by my side when we started the school. There have been many victories over those three decades, and I just wondered how I could highlight the victories, share what God told me to share, and still stay within my time limit, which I promised Leslie I was going to do. <laughs> Should I mention that Maranathan moved to a new facility since last we saw each other, and that we have added three PhDs to our faculty? that we've been blessed to impact over 1,980 lives, graduate more than 300 students, and now count law school grads and teachers and welders and nurses and law enforcement officers and members of the United States Armed Forces among our alumni, hmm? Perhaps. But when I think of how God has worked through Maranathan Academy to have the ability to change and save lives, one thing stands out to me. Maranathan Academy continues to serve as a safe haven and to break the cycle of dependency on government assistance that has plagued critically at-risk youth for generations. God is good. We praise him for every victory and understand the importance of acknowledging that there have also been a multiplicity of challenges. We labor tirelessly. Why? so that our students never ever have to live like the popular rapper Lil Baby. When he described in his collaboration called Every Chance I Get, in that collaboration, 
He said, they woke up a beast. Struggle what made me. We used to have water for dinner. We didn't have nothing to eat. We don't want our children to continue to live like that because for some of our children, as Lisa and Emily and Betsy know, that is the reality until they come to us. Instead, we want our students to know that in the midst of the dark, scary labyrinth they know is life, God hears their cries, feels their pain, and loves them in spite of their circumstances and their mistakes. We want them to know that Psalm, the 40th number of Psalm, verses 1 through 3, is fact, not fiction. The writer says, I waited patiently for the Lord, and he inclined unto me and heard my cry. He brought me up out of a horrible pit, out of the miry clay, and set my feet upon a rock and established my goings. And he had put a new song in my mouth, even praise unto our God. Many shall see it and fear and shall trust in the Lord. That's what we want them to do. You see, that is what happens because Demarius, who had no hope and no one cared about him and nobody wanted him, see his eyes? That's how they ended up looking. He graduated, he's working, and he's looking forward to becoming a welder. You see, we want our children to have the amazing set of circumstances to happen to them like Malik. A young man right there who is the middle child of five children and he had his heart broken every time his mother was abused in front of him by the men she gave her heart and loyalty to. He felt like he needed to do something to bring in food for the family. So he went out on the streets and he did whatever he thought he had to do because there's nothing on this earth like the sound of a hungry baby. I'm not talking about a baby that, oh, it's time for the baby's bottle. I'm talking about a baby who hasn't had a bottle, not a sufficient one in days. So that's him when he was slinging and doing whatever he had to do. But then, because of you, your support allowed him to enroll in Maranathan and meet Ms. Lisa, who taught him about drawing and expressing himself. And he went from this to that. That's Malik on the red carpet of a premiere for a television show with my godbrother, nationally syndicated host, Ricky Smiley, and that's Malik holding his own against some boys from the UAB Blazers again that Miss Lisa made possible for him to meet. And then this happened. That's Malik. He's getting ready to become a CDL truck driver because that's what God can do. You see, Maranathan is the only private school in Birmingham to accept students who have been expelled for weapons related or violent offenses. And we're the only school that specializes in critically at risk youth. So if a child is with us, it's because he or she cannot make it in a traditional public or private school. So when I meet up with my folks and friends at Cornerstone and Restoration, they laugh and go, Donna, there is no way we would ever take the kids you take. And I'm like, I know. <laughs> I understand. I understand. But since I was talking to this amazing group of prayer warriors, I wanted to show you my prayer warrior. If you have ever shopped at the Crestline Piggly Wiggly, you may have met my mom's best friend, Aurelia Callens, who is Sister Callens to me. Well, a few year, a couple years back, year before last, she was our honoree for our fashion show, and the Crestline community 
embraced it so much that we were able to provide one, two, three scholarships. These are her children. So we came to see her this past Christmas and she just loved it. She absolutely loved it. She's the sweetest, most wonderful woman on the planet. She and my mom were thick as thieves like that. Now, what I want us to do, because how am I doing, Leslie? Okay. You need to stop me. You know, I'm from the Baptist church here. All righty. So one of my mother's favorite scriptures was he who doesn't work, doesn't eat. It's also one of my favorite scriptures. And I use that scripture when I explain to people why the system of government assistance is broken and it needs to be stopped. It needs fixing. I'm sure everybody meant well, but they have created a horrible situation. And I'm not talking about ending government benefits, y'all, for anybody who truly needs them. So not our veterans, our senior citizens, or the physically or mentally disabled. I'm talking, or elder able, I'm sorry. I'm talking about people who just won't work. And it's not because they're bad people. It's because they are victims themselves of a flawed system that unintentionally has created an entire society of people who feel entitled. And thereby they're reluctant or outright unwilling to take advantage of opportunities for education and work. It's a system that causes some women to treat having babies as though it's a cottage industry. And it's only after having two or three children that they realize the stipends they're receiving aren't enough and they're trapped. But this is where God comes in. The scripture says, ye who are strong, bear the infirmities of the weak. And when we do that, we get results like Siobhan Nixon experienced. When Siobhan entered our adult diploma completion program, she was making $9.50 an hour and she had six children and the care of her chronically ill mother living in the Kingston housing projects with nowhere to go, nowhere to escape, she thought. She got pregnant, her, pardon my language, she found herself expecting her second semester of her senior year and stopped school. That's all she needed was one semester worth of credits. She got them with us, wanted to be a licensed contractor, took the test, passed it because she was smart as a whip, and within one year was making more than $65,000 a year. This past June, she closed on her first home. That is how the government assistance dependency cycle is broken. It's got to be broken. Now, this person is about to get in, get on me. She's got, I'm getting in real big trouble, y'all, so y'all save me, but Lisa O'Neill, in addition to working with Linton lunches and teaching our students art has single-handedly resulted in saving the lives of several children through the support that she gathers. Betsy Bailey, known as BB to me, sitting back there, has adopted one of our children and she is his school mama. And if you tell him she's not his mama, he will have some choice words to say to you, literally. And the reason I single and then Emily Christian, God bless her, and Katrina need combat pay, y'all, because Lisa is so wonderfully artistic. She said, let's do gingerbread houses for Christmas. And so we did it last year and we did this year. And I met Emily and I told her and she was like, yeah, we'll come help. And God bless them. They did. And we, we made gingerbread houses. And I single these ladies out because they are unabashedly using the gifts that God has given them. See, everybody in this room has a God-given gift. Everybody in this room has a purpose. I am convinced of it. And I want you to know how much we appreciate you. 
So you may say, Donna, why do you think God has given me a gift? Why are you so convinced of that? I'm glad you asked that question. I am. If I was delivering a message on a Sunday morning, I would entitle it Invaluable Gems. And I would take my text from Proverbs 31 verses 10 through 31. And then I would tell people about what you, the women of Cathedral Church of the Advent, have done and are doing for Maranathan Academy. Because you see, the help you give us is the embodiment of excerpts found from that passage. Because strength and honor are definitely your clothing. You stretch out your hand to the poor and you reach forth your hands to the needy. Oh, sure. Many people have done outreach, but you excel them all. You fear the Lord and you shall be praised. And then I'd say thank you. Even though the phrase is woefully inadequate to convey the amount of gratitude I feel for the impact you make on Maranathan Academy, even though I'm not in a pulpit, I'm going to thank you anyway. And I'm going to say thank you for giving hope to the hopeless. Thank you for sharing the lights of your bright spirits with our students who live in a dark, dark world. Thank you for the incredible impact you've had like that on Malik and Demarius. And I'm gonna show you what your support is going to help us do in the future. This is Tashana. Lisa's already ready for. Tashana was a student of ours before. But because the broken system of government assistance gives parents checks if their children are considered slow learners and she started learning and her mother convinced her that we were too strict and she needed to quit school, we lost her. So her eyes went from the bright, shining, smiling baby to this and this. Because you see, about four months ago, Tashana was abducted off of a street corner because her mother left her there, even though Tashana has had brain aneurysms since the time she was four years old. And some men picked her up in a van and took her and did unspeakable things to her, including beating her in the head with a hammer. She doesn't think she has anywhere to go, but she's an artist and Lisa is going to pull that art out of her. And we're going to be able to get her a completion certificate from Maranathan. And we're going to find a training facility for her so that she can live and love. And really soon, she's going to have a photo like that. She's going to be working with Lisa like that. She's going to have a photo like that. And then the true saying of Edwin Markin will be realized once again. There is a destiny that makes us brothers or sisters. None goes his way alone. All that we send into the lives of others comes back into our own. Thank you so much for allowing me to speak with you this evening. You've been listening to audio from the Cathedral Church of the Advent. If you live in Birmingham or find yourself visiting, we hope you'll join us for one of our Sunday services. Find out more at adventbirmingham.org.